Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Spicy. The rum on that is just... Mm-hmm. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name's Carl, and I'm fucking tired today. My name's Riley, and I am also tired. Yeah. And today we have another guest. This is going to make it four weeks in a row that we had a guest. It's nice. been a while. So today we have John, the best bartender in Dubuque, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Uh, yes. What's going on, John? How are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Uh, it's, it's the Lord's day. So we we get to hang out and drink and and talk, which is great. Right. And not work. Exactly. Exactly. People would call this work, but I call this just hanging out with the camera in front of our face. Yeah. Cause I mean, we, you and I, well, all three of us like to just sit when we come to your bar, you come to our, the bar I used to work at, just hang out and talk. So yeah, just shoot the shit. This is the same thing. This is, this is it, but it's not, uh. There's no pressing matters besides right. just us hanging out. Right. right which exactly. Is really cool. Right. Yeah. And we can consume alcohol. Exactly. Because we both make decent drinks. They're okay. They're okay. <laughs> so where do you work at? I work at Brazen Open Kitchen uh, in Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah. So we mentioned that on the podcast a couple of times. You've been a guest on one of our Alchemix videos. Yeah. Yeah. Which that video was... It was ready to drink cocktails by Drinksmith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those yep. were pretty damn fucking good. Ooh, we had a lot that of day. those cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many. Yeah, there was a lot of cocktails, uh, and and we did them all. And it, it was it was cool because it was the first time I've ever had an RTD. Yeah. You know, you see them out in the wild, and it's just like as a bartender, I'm kind of like, man, nah, right. I can do that better. But I mean, right. it, it was fun. It was good. Yeah, yeah. we they come out with some new flavors since you've been on there and they're pretty good like seasonal ones and sure. stuff like that That's so cool. yeah. we went to a friend's graduation party she graduated from uh, iowa she got her doctorate yeah, that's, cool. that's an important. Yes. Yeah, that's I was important. Say, yeah. And, uh, and she asked me, she's like, what's a good, like ready to drink cocktail. And I told her that one and she had a, almost a whole refrigerator full really? of them. Nice. Yeah. And we were just drinking those all day long. Oh, yeah. right. That's why the doctorate detail was important. Yeah. <laughs> so you drinking. Right. Who graduates with their BA or their BS. And then right. yeah. as a, Bridge full of ready to drink cocktails that cost 10 bucks a piece. Exactly. Yeah. So what we like to do on this little podcast is read stories off the internet about hospitality stories, talk about it, should have been handled differently. Was it handled correctly? Then we say if there was an asshole or a hero, and then we rate that story one through five, one being your average story that you see all the time or five being a unique situation. And then since we have a guest, he's going to tell us a story that he was either a involved in or seen with his own eyes, which we don't even know what he's going to tell us, but I'm going to assume it's something that you were working at, but we won't get there yet. And then since we are adults who like to drink, we are drinking a Hoven court court daiquiri by Phil Ward. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. Holy shit. Oh, that is amazing. You don't like it? Really? Wow. I I like mezcal, but I think that the grassy, like, Mm -hmm. dirt notes in the mezcal are brought forward a little bit too much for my taste. It's very good, but Mm. I just not for me. Uh, Maybe if we use the chicha capa, 
one. No, maybe. that one. That one is more grassy than the Vita by itself. So I we use Vita. Yeah, we, we use Vita. Yeah. The Vita for so, this one. And, that's what, and the original recipe calls for Vita. Okay. He go. he was really into Delmagays because I think he would make a lot of drinks that would be accessible for people. Sure. Delmagay. So what this drink is is two ounces of Haitian rum, and you brought over. What did you bring over? The Clarin of Aval. Um, it's a Haitian rum. Um, Hot still, it's, it's it's a crazy, uh, crazy funky rum. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's sweet, but it's very smooth. It's got this weird rotten banana kind mm-hmm. of smell taste to it. It's very funky. Um, Maybe know, similar to like a Doctor Bird or Smith and Cross or sure. something along those world, but it's the same of, funk level. But the flavor is, is different. entirely different. Yeah, it's completely. Different. Here, let's take yeah. a picture of it so we can put it on Instagram oh, yeah. and show people. Oh. Yeah, it's good. It's great. I did, I made this cocktail a couple months ago, yeah. and you commented on the. I was like, person, "Dude, you, you don't have Haitian rum." Yeah, I'm like, like I've got some. I'll bring some <laughs> down. <laughs> and here we are, finally drinking, drinking this cocktail. Yeah. I, I want to take yours. Mm. I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think if it had just a like a couple dashes of orange bitters, I would like it more. She's hooked on the whole bitter game now. Mm. That's cool. Bitters are fun. Yeah. Bitters are bitters are. I'm actually making some right now. I'm making some oh, yeah. some spicy like jalapeno habanero bitters. Nice. Yeah, for the spicy margaritas that everybody wants. Right. All the time. All the time. Awesome. Yeah. I know. It's a people like, you can't do a spicy margarita. I'm like, I don't have fucking fresh jalapenos with me all the time. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's fine. Like, especially like, when you want to break. I'm like, he's at a full blown restaurant. So they have. Uh, yeah, you know, but you know. it's scratched though. So if we don't have it, like now we don't have any peppers at all in, in right. the house. So I'm, I went and bought them at Hy-Vee and I'm making it from scratch yeah. at home. There you go. Right. Yeah. So. Be interested. Let me know when that will come out or taste that. Yeah. Yeah. But I will use the uh, Ancho Reyes Verde. Which sure. I know that isn't like spicy, but it still gives the element of pepper. It's and got a great yeah. pepper taste. Like yeah. it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you add some tahini, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> tahini. Also something that's needed for a spicy more. You don't have yeah. tahini for this. Like, come on, lady. Right. I got the spice. I got, I got. Half of what you want. <laughs> right. Be happy. This is <laughs> Iowa. We don't like. Oh, man. That was, a, that was a seasonal item. Yeah. Four seasons ago. Correct. <laughs> it's, yeah. It is January and it's negative 20 degrees out. Right. <laughs> right. No, yeah, I don't exactly. have jalapeno peppers. No. Or margaritas. Those are summer drinks. <laughs> exactly. Right. Drink my winter ones. <laughs> right. I made these. These are just as good. Yeah. Hopefully. Speaking of your winter drinks, Blame the Fae is. Great. Did you get you got the yes, recipe and you did you. it? Yeah. Cool. I haven't made it yet, okay, but awesome. it's for next weekend. Thank you. But thank yeah. you for the recipe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a that was the Ireland trip and the whole distillery and the the learning about Irish whiskey and how the whole mythos of fairies came from them first mm-hmm. making whiskey hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. And they didn't uh, take the there's the head, the heart, and the tail when you make a, a spirit, and yep. the head and the tail uh, is the bad stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The stuff that makes you maybe hallucinate right. and right. see like you know, little fairies, maybe. <laughs> yep. And that's where the whole thing came from. Really they were drinking really bad whiskey. I mean, probably could have been good. They just didn't produce it correctly. Right. You know, correctly right. made whiskey, and it caused them to hallucinate. Ah, <laughs> and that's where fairies came from. Interesting. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's super cool. Yeah. So we bought a bottle of the St. George's. Yep. Spice uh, pear. When we yep. were up in Total Wine last weekend. So we bought a big bottle. Jameson. And Jameson. And then I made the ginger syrup the other day for her. And a little lemon juice. A little lemon it's juice. really easy. Yeah. yeah. And you can kind of like change the, your, your amount of whiskey to spice pear mm-hmm. to make it, you know, like it's what we have at the shop at Brazen is pretty like accessible. Like, right. yeah. like most people are like, I don't even taste the Jameson. It's like, yeah, I know that's the point. It is the point. But if you wanted to taste the Jameson Irish whiskey and pears, like it was a, it was a thing uh, that there was a lot of pear trees mm-hmm. uh, in Ireland. And okay. that was a thing that they, you know, they would use uh, 
a lot of. So right. it's it was Rowan Co. is the distillery that I was at. If anybody wanted to know about that, but that they were they have the bottom of their bottles has a pair like engraved into the oh, bottom. Nice. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. it's in, and that's a newer distillery. Um, just opened, I think, in 2019. But the amount of distilleries that have opened up over there in the last five to 10 years is insane. Right. right. Um, they got hit really hard with prohibition. And they still were climbing back from it. Um, can, if you can imagine like a hundred years, like mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy, but it's, uh, it's rolling pretty hard over there, but yeah, that's, they had weird important export correct. tax laws. They got, they got screwed over. Yeah. These people that Cause, in, like cause invented the, whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Because the, I think the British government, when they took over the Northern, Northern, yeah. Part, yeah. yeah. Put in some weird important export Probably. laws and yeah. Don't know all about that, but no. I mean, it's uh, it's back and booming over there, and it's, it was really cool. To yeah, definitely watching. Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, I was say watching like a lot of shorts or Instagram reels. People were like, "Don't drink this Irish whiskey. Drink this, this, and this." It's like, "Fuck you guys! I can't get that in Iowa or like mm-hmm. even remotely around me." Like, I mean, yeah. that's cool. You're suggesting other things, and it's like I get it, you know. But it's also like we got to do what we can. Can we do what you do? You yeah. Know? But I'm about to go on a book weekend, or the the book that's getting released this week is all about the Fay. Oh, cool. And so we're. My friend and I are doing a girls trip. We're going, taking the books. We're going to make cocktails and we get, have yeah. themed stuff. So it's perfect. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. And I'm not allowed to messenger for 48 hours. No, it's fine. I, no, yeah. I will not be. She's, I mean, you can. She's just not going <laughs> to pay right. attention to it. My phone all. will be in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turned off in the car. It will not uh, be a in distraction. In the glove box. <laughs> all, right. all right. So for our first story, it's off the bartender subreddit. And the title or it was submitted 17 hours ago. Oh, wow. This is the so newest nice story. This just came out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like he's still probably hung over <laughs> <laughs> from Daniel Hunter 742. The title is not a bartender, but I'm a regular at a local bar in a tourist town. We're kind of, we're kind of a tourist. Yeah, town. I know. We're definitely a tourist town. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. My wife and I enjoy happy hour almost daily. We have become regulars. The bartender has started giving us deep discounts on our tab and I'm worried for his job. We always tip large and maybe that is how this got started, but we just pay what we, whatever he says we owe, but we know it is much less than we consume. For example, tonight we bought five draft beers and a cocktail, bourbon and ginger. And I say we do, or, and I say, what do we owe you? And he says, $10. <laughs> we know it's obviously not right and leave 30 and say goodnight. We don't want to get the bartender in trouble and we can't afford whatever the bill is or we can afford whatever the bill is, but we always pay what he tells us. I think because it is a tourist town, we are locals and have tipped him well in the past. He just charges for whatever he feels like. Not really looking for advice, but just curious if other bartenders do the same. That's it. That's it. Okay. I feel Hmm. I don't go that crazy on regulars at the bars I've ever worked at. Like maybe once in a while, I'll give them a free drink or just tell them like this rounds on me. Right. Yeah. But I worked at a hotel bar and they were, you know, watching cameras and doing this and doing that. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit more the leniency was not there. So once yeah. in a while, maybe give them a discount, but not regularly. I don't know. You? Yeah. I've worked at bars where I've seen, I've seen bartenders give away the bar. Yeah. And there's a reason I don't work at those bars anymore. Right. Um, and I've always, uh, I've always been, really good at charging people for their drinks. Yep. Um, even, even, I mean, even if they are good customers, like, thank you for being a customer. I don't have to give you like a crazy discount like that. You right. know, you're, it's like, you're a customer. This is a transaction. And if regular is going to bring in money to the place so that you don't, you don't just give them a bunch of free stuff. They're, they're the ones right. that are supporting you constantly. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's no need to do that. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, I would, that, <sighs> I'd say the bartender's definitely in the wrong right now. Like yeah. that's my yeah. first, my first thing right. is like, that's not cool. Like, right. especially these people are like, Hey, like we can pay for these items. Like we're happy right. to pay for these yeah. items. It sounds like this kid's just pocketing. He's like, oh, I can get a lot of money from these people. I'm going he's to. He's thinking, yeah. I'm going to get a big He's thinking short-sighted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If it's his bar. If he owned the bar and that's what he wants to do. That's fine. Sure. It's your bar. It's your money. Your prerogative. But he's yeah. just a bar. He's just a bartender that's probably not even a manager. This, you know. Yeah. I feel like at that point, like there is a fine line. You can, you can give your regulars free drinks. You should pay for those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're tipping you, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you should pay for those mm-hmm. drinks. But like, I, I mean, I've been a regular at a bar that used to give me free beer all the time. And that to me is a little bit. The bar we met at? Yeah. Okay. Beer. Beer. Let's, beer, let's, go, let's yeah. talk about like, yeah. beer versus and that's what I was. That's what I was about to right? say is like the beer, like profit margins are extremely high and mm-hmm. beer is cheap. It's super cheap. Mm-hmm. Super cheap. So that felt a little, that feels a little different than maybe like cocktails and spirits. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I still think. You create an expectation and when those people come in and they get charged full price, they're going to get mad. They're not going to be regulars anymore. Fair enough. So at what point are you, you're, I mean, I, the bartender's in the wrong. The bartender needs to charge people for their drinks. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, it's pretty, pretty easy, especially if like, they're like, Hey, we we're good for this. Right. Right. We want to do this. And it's like, uh, I mean, and there's that nice people are like, we're so we're scared that he's going to lose their, you know, we're scared that yeah. this bartender's going to lose their job because they are giving us right. drinks. I mean, as a pay, I mean, if you were that person sitting at the bar, like, and I've done this before, like, uh-huh. dude, you can charge me for these. Mm-hmm. Like I'm cool right. paying for these drinks. Right. I like, ordered them. Totally I totally fine. To I know them. what this is. Yep. I know the, the industry, like, yep. like, this is cool. Guess what? You're still going to get a good tip. Right. right. You know, like it's just somebody, I think it's just a, it's a bartender getting a little, little greedy, getting a little grabby. Yeah. yeah. Or just doesn't fully concept understand how this all works. Cause he's now he's afraid I've given them this discount. This is what they tip me. I need to do the same or they'll never tip me like this ever again type thing. You know, like right. I've already went down this path. I'm too far past the point of no return. Right. It's also like as a customer there, he's lucky that he has these nice customers about, right. Cause like right. there could be a time where, he does this for a couple of people. Then that person comes in next time when Sarah's working. Mm-hmm. Oh, George only charges us $10, you know, like they call him out to the yeah, other bartender. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of possibilities. It's that biting could, the hand that feeds in that spot too. It's like, mm-hmm. do you, do you, I mean, do you call them out, no. you know, or let's say that one of the owner's friends comes in and he does it and he doesn't know who they are. Right. Right. And all of a sudden he's like, Hey, that kid's just gave like gave mm-hmm. everything out. Yeah. I mean, this is the exact opposite of, like entitled customers and it's so mm. sweet. <laughs> right. This is, this is like a nice refreshing yeah. story because yeah. like you don't get people being like, no, I'm really worried that he's not charging me what he's supposed to <laughs> exactly. be versus I can't believe you charged me $8 for a rum and diet. Yeah. Or like this wine, five ounce pour, that's not industry standard. Like nobody it's, fu- it's industry standard a hundred percent. Like yeah. we've got, a, we've got guests that are like, this is too short of a pour. I'm like, it's definitely not man. This is right. how it is everywhere. I'm, I'm from s- Chicago. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. My, my personal favorite is I know the owner. Okay. And I'm like, do you? Cool. So do I. Exactly. So do I. I'm, I'm working for him. I got speed dial number three right now. Yeah. That's what you want to go to. One of the wittiest comebacks I ever caught to that. I was like, oh, well, the owner hired me to, to give you this much. 
at this price. <laughs> at this price. Yeah. So you can talk to them about yeah, it, but please. I'm still going to do what the owner told me to do. Yeah. So, And if you know him, you can bring that up with him. Yeah, here's my name. <laughs> here's my badge. Right. right. <laughs> Let's go. Here's my badge number. <laughs> exactly. Let's go. Oh, man. No, I think this is, it is a, it is a, it is a good story. Of, it's so sweet. Of, of people, uh, bar people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said right away, like, we're bar people. Like, right. we, we, they do know how this works. Right. Right. And it's yeah. like, I would, I mean, if I were them, I would just, I would go to that bartender and be like, dude, we really like just, what you're doing. Like, we appreciate yeah. this, but we're good for it. Yeah, yeah, please. We want this place to stay open. We want you to have a job. Keep, keep, like, just like, charge, charge us, us for the drinks. Yeah. 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 If you feel the need, you can float us one drink every Sure, so or if you're, if like, you're these people, like, don't go when this kid's working. <laughs> right. Go a different time. Yeah, right. that's true, too. You can just go, you know, when when that person's not working. And if you if you feel the need that right. you're shorting the, the, the establishment, go some, go some other time. Because right. sh- five drinks in a bourbon and ginger should have been like 40 bucks minimum, depending right. on where they're at, right? If they're I like, mean, did, is there a double bubble that we're not aware of here? There's yeah. other yeah. things that, yeah. uh, you know, it's just... Uh, yeah, do they wear that they're like in a yeah, double bubble? They have no are idea. Are balls or it's like a dollar <laughs> scoop? <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait a second, they're dollar scoops, so right. Yeah. Yeah. Know, I mean there's there's things that there's things that are lacking in that in that uh in that story that could change. Right. Right. right? And that's what makes these stories fun because there's there's only twenty percent, thirty percent of the true story in here. There's sure. a lot of details yeah. that we're missing. All, all yeah. stories have three sides: your side's my side, and the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like okay. Then I wonder, like, do they overcharge? Not like intentionally, but are there prices to compensate? The tourists and overcharge them because they're tourists. Like Galena, their prices uh, are their prices are over. I've heard of a couple places, and I've oh no, I shouldn't say a couple places. I've heard of one place in Galena, and you can read the reviews. Yeah, you find the place, and they talk about yeah, we were told by the bartender that we need to charge the uh, the, the 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 locals different than the people oh that are coming. God. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like seriously, like it's on a review, plain sight on Google. See, you can't do that shit anymore because we have the internet. Like 40 years ago when it did There's didn't, whistleblowers everywhere. Right. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone, <laughs> anyone can just, you know, tell, say anything yeah. and put it out there. And it's like, oh, well, sh- there it is. Yep. Yeah. Where's that? What's that? Where's that? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say on a podcast. Yeah, you're right. I tell we will talk about it. Just sign it in, be- <laughs> in between. Uh, <laughs> I don't like to throw people under the bus like that, but no. it's just yeah. It's it's that's that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Bad practices. Right? It's fucking weird. That is that is bad practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should treat your customers the same across the board, and if your customers respond differently, then we can assess from there. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, yeah, and then you know sometimes. Yeah, I was told when I worked at Winifred's, you know. Our boss is like, you know, like, hey, if regulars come in all the time, it's okay to float them like a house cab, you know, Dude, here and there. Sure, and then right. working at the brewery, shit, that beer costs <laughs> us fucking 40 cents over 16 ounce pour. So yeah, like, you can have like three of them. Yeah. Go, go to town, buddy. <laughs> right. Um, right. You know, it's easy to like, we, one of the early episodes to comp stuff, we were like, it's easier to comp drinks than just comp food because the margins are higher oh, across the board. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But then to comp beer at a brewery that you work at over anything else, it's pennies yeah right nothing because you dump more than you give away correct and right. you're making it like you're not you're, it's awesome or the bartenders are drinking more than you give it away <laughs> <That's> too <laughs> you have to be pretty drunk all the time to do that you yeah. know like to drink that much beer during yeah. your shift there was a couple back in the day there always are oh uh, they are then there's then they're still probably doing it today yeah. mm-hmm. um just thinking about this back to that story real quick too i have i have a guest that comes in every week yep Regular. This is a uh-huh. regular, and this and, and and he's awesome. He knows what he's doing. He travels all the time. He goes. I mean, he doesn't travel all the time, but like he's retired. Mm-hmm. Right. He travels to 
eat and drink. Mm-hmm. Like this dude knows what he's doing. He shows up, he's having his gin martini, some bitters in it, you know, lemon zest. He's going to sip on that while he looks at the menu. Mm-hmm. And from the room there, he's going to be like, oh, I think I'll have, you know, I'm going to do a salad today and I'll take this white wine with it. You know, and he's just very calculated and right. meticulous and yeah. he's awesome. And he's the type of guest that if I give him the bill and let's say we forget to ring in a drink, mm-hmm. which happens when it gets busy or, you know, there's, he, he will scan that thing and he'll be like, you're missing this. And he'll give me back the bill uh-huh. and he will not mm-hmm. let me give him a bill. That's, that's, that's incomplete. Right. As right. he would say, he's like, John, this bill's incomplete. It's like, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, we missed this. Right. Uh-huh. Um, uh, that's the, that's the kind of guest that, you know, like, geez, that's right. cool. That's We've great. had, that's happened to us a couple of times. Yeah. The, the most recent is when we ate at that Italian restaurant before grandson in Chicago. Yeah. I think they missed the entire bottle of wine that we ordered and see like, and it was like a hundred dollars or something. It's like, you know, if it was a glass of wine, I'd still say something, but I wouldn't feel bad if I didn't say anything, but like a bottle of wine at a hundred dollars, like that server is going to have to either pay for it or get written up or fired. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah, you have a responsibility as, right. to say, like, hey, hey, wait well, a second. As, as a customer, you have a responsibility to pay for the items you, Consume. you consumed or purchased. Yeah. Right. Or you, you like sitting down at a restaurant is a social con- contract. Yeah. I order something. Therefore, I have signed the social contract that I will pay for these items. Yeah. You're bringing me these things to consume. Yes. I'm going to pay for them. Yes, that is the expectation. That, yeah. is, that, is, the, that is the way it is set up. Mm-hmm. And if like... If something gets missed here and there, that's one thing. But like you don't, I don't know. I'm. It's the same like when someone gives you like, wrong. No, I 100 agree. It's when they give you wrong change, right? Like right. you gave them a ten, but they give you change for a twenty. Like mm-hmm. no, it's like I don't need this because it's also like you're you're trying to get away with shit for what ten bucks, fifty right. bucks. Like it's yeah. not like I didn't. But like I did the the coffee shop the other day. I gave them a ten for our two drinks, and she gave me. She thought I gave her a twenty. She gave me a ten back, and I was like. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> this this is yours. This is exactly. This, this goes is, in the register. <laughs> if you give me this 10 back, this is karma and I can't, you know, right. Right. I, none I, of this, none I, of this. I, dude. I can't balance the cosmic scales like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on a rating, what do we want to rate this? Or again, the rating is for how you perceive the story, not what you think everyone should perceive the story. So it's through your eyes. Okay. One through five. Again, one being your average. I hear this every day or five being super unique and crazy. And oh, you can go man. to. And you can go to the hundred. So if you want to do like 3.77 or whatever, (laughs) there's an inside joke for another podcast. So I would say that having worked in the, uh, in the industry, as long as I have Mm -hmm. and worked with many bartenders and, and, and seen many of things that this is probably like a, uh, a a 2.8543 to one, um, (laughs) it's pretty average. I think, especially if you have somebody that that's in the end, that's, that's new to the industry Mm -hmm. that like can that knows how to swindle a little bit, you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh, I know that if I get this guy, you know, it's, it's just right. it's new stuff. Right. They, don't, yeah. they don't understand what they're doing to the, to the job. They don't have the, the consequences. Business. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I'd say this is pretty, right. This, this is, is a pretty, a young bartender mentality. Is, you see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh cool. Here you go. Cause they're thinking, a hot chick or hot guy. Here's mm-hmm. your free drink. Cause right. wow. You know, maybe like, she'll slip with me later tonight. Yeah. It's just stupid shit like that. Gross. Yeah. It's just dumb shit like that. But yeah, I think, I mean, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 3.2 and mind you, one is just like shit you see every day. Five is the craziest thing you've mm-hmm. ever seen. And like, I'm, I'm thinking that this is a 2.5. However, I'm going to give it an extra 0. 0.6 because this is the sweetest story 
like for because, the customers. Because the customers yeah, actually the cared enough yeah. to right. ask Reddit what they should do. What are we right. gonna like, do? that is so sweet. Good on them. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I'll go, I was going to go three. So that's what I'm going to stick with for that same reason. Because yeah. <laughs> usually it's like the bartender, you know, like the customer's like, how can I get away with this? And they don't want to get away with it. So, right. Yeah, no one's going like, to, it's like kiss and tell. Like, I'm not going to, we're not talking about this at all. all right. No need to. Right. <laughs> I'm getting my free drinks. Right. Know? We go here every day because we don't have to spend 60 bucks a week. <laughs> right. And we drink $300 worth of alcohol. Uh, yeah. Steve, why are your two guests stumbling out of the bar with a $10 bill? <laughs> like, I have no, no idea. They came in drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they probably got a flask on them or something. Right. I think I watched them eat at some sort of pill at the bar. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, God. Don't even, oh, yeah. That. This is so good. So good. Do we need to pause and make another drink? <laughs> I mean, I mean, we can. We, we can always do that. Yes. All right. So if you want to, if you have a similar story about bill paying or walking out on a bill or educating people about bills let us know we have a subreddit do you want to start a tab it is in the link of any description or it's in the link of the description of any podcast player you're listening to this or on youtube you can find the link in the description that's what i said let's <laughs> <laughs> do it again yeah. oh no i just leave it like that oh perfect. i just i don't I, you can eventually stumble upon it <laughs> yeah, right. you'll figure it out just, just look go around the description and I just only, you all know what a link looks like i only read the intro verbatim everything else is just <laughs> good by, by the seat of our pants that's what it should be yes and if you would like to tell us your story we have a phone number 563-277-0072 leave us up to a three-minute voicemail and yeah we are going to pause for a union cocktail break. Yeah. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. We love you guys so much. If you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for just $3 a month. We talk more with each guest about their personal experiences, their growth in the bartender industry, what they're doing now, and everyone's different journey because not everyone's going to be a life bartender and they each have exciting lives. So yeah, just for $3 a month, you know, that's a pint that's less than a pint of glass of beer. So go check it out. Links in the description at Patreon. Do you want to start a tab? Thank you so much, guys. Do you guys know Riley and I have a YouTube channel called Alchemix Bar, a website and Instagram based all around cocktails? We also created the Bartender's Alphabet to better understand slang and descriptions and other things involved with cocktail making. So if you want to check that out, it's in the link description. Bartender's Alphabet at Alchemix Bar. Hope you guys enjoy. And now back to the show. All right. So we pause this and with the magic of editing, we already have Woo. new cocktails. We have uh, an espresso rum martini. Cheers. So I don't really, I just kind of fucked around to find out. Yes. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Plantation rum. Demerara. No, it's a uh, Plantaray rum. Plantaray rum. Oh, because they changed the name? Mm-hmm. Yes. But can we say we're drinking plantation rum? We are rum. drinking plantation <laughs> rum. Right. We're drinking the old school yeah. stuff, right? Right. <laughs> that stuff from back in the day. Oh, <laughs> from back in the day. Uh, and then we're using the uh, Mr. Black that was aged in rum barrels. Rested. In Rested. <laughs> In rum barrels, it depends espresso. on how long, or right. uh, whatever. Um, whatever. So it's, it's not too bad. I just kind really of poured good. things and just equal parts and called it a day. It's nice. Yeah, it'll be a nice pick me up. Right, because it's a uh, two o'clock on a Sunday. I mean, I mean, we were all. Uh, I was working at least last night. I was, I was, I was creating content at the 
brew festival that I was at. Sitting, I worked sitting until around nine a.m. today. So oh shit! I was at work. <laughs> you can have mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. So you got a story that you want to share? You got he's. I think you're going to be the first bartender that, or not, guest that brought props. I have a prop. I mean, this is. I, it was. Yeah. So my story. My yes. story is. Um, what was it? The third spot that I worked. Uh, I worked at a place called the Busted Lift here in town. Yep. Mm-hmm. Irish pub. Um, this was probably back in 2006. I don't remember the year, um, but I was, I was working this bar. Mm-hmm. I had just got, I, I got, I got pulled in. I was, a, I was a regular. Okay. I got free drinks, you know, but I always paid for my drinks. Uh, the bartender does what they will with the, with the, with the tips. And, uh, right. And I got pulled in and I was, and they're like, you're the bartender, you're doing our stuff. And I took everyone's shifts. It was great. Um, they hated me. Um, but I, I was working a day shift. Uh, and this is kind of a, an elaborate story. I was working a day shift and that's, you know, cleaning the bar up, making everything, you know, bathrooms, blah, 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 doing shit like that. And, uh, this guy shows up and he's, he's kind of haggard looking long, curly, greasy hair. He's got some camo shorts on and a, uh, and a, a sleeveless shirt. And he's, Hey, can I help you with anything? Like I'm, I'm fuck, I'm Greg. I'm here to help. I'm here to help out. I was like, okay, dude, like, okay, you're, you're just a, a local weirdo. This is cool. I've never met you before. <laughs> and so he's, he's hanging out and he hangs out for a while. Like, and then I mean, a while, I mean like weeks he's hanging out there and he's, he's helping, you know, he shows up during night shifts and he's, he's grabbing empty bottles from the, from our back patio and glass room, bringing them to the bar. Like, here you go, John. I thought you could use these. And I was like, thanks man. And he, he never drinks anything. <laughs> But I shoot him a beer once in a while. I buy him a beer. Like, thanks, Greg. Here's a right. Budweiser. He goes, oh, thanks, dude. Let me know if you need anything else. And he always asks if John's around. And John's the owner. John uh, is, was the owner of the bar at the time. So I finally asked John. I'm like, what's going on with, who's this Greg dude? He's like, wait, Greg's back? Because John would only show, well, John would show up during the day, but he never saw Greg. And like, he's like, is, is it? It's not postal, Greg, is it? I'm like, I have no idea. What you're about. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he kind of described him a little bit. I'm like, that might be him. And he's like, yeah, Greg was a, he was a postal worker. And then he would come down to the bar all the time after he got off his, off, off his shift and mm-hmm. have, have some drinks. And, and he came in one day and is just really down and out. And we're like, what's going on, Greg? And he's like, well, my, I found out my wife's cheating on me. Ooh. He's like, oh, that sucks. That's, that sucks, man. You know, he's like, yeah. And so after that, Greg went postal, he quit his job oh. and he just, just went off the deep end. Right? right. So he's Greg's Greg's postal Greg. Okay. Okay. There's, there's the postal Poor Greg. Guy. Right. Poor guy. He's such a nice dude. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so there's, there's months that are going by that Greg's showing up here and there, you know, helping out and stuff like that. And, uh, one of the bartenders Beaner, she's like, have you talked to Greg yet? I was like, yeah, I know Greg for sure. And she's like, you guys need to talk comic books. I'm like, comic books. What do you mean? He's like, well, he's a huge comic book dork. And I was like, no shit. And she knew like, <laughs> I like comic books. Sure. You know, when I was a kid, I got a pretty extensive collection of, of comics. And I was like, no, really? Like, okay, well, this is, this is cool and interesting. And so Greg shows up the next day. And I'm like, Greg, I heard I'm supposed to talk to you about comic books. He's like, oh yeah. And he, and he shows me his tattoo, which I've never noticed on his left bicep. And it's mm-hmm. a shitty, just a <laughs> shitty prison tattoo of Thor. I'm like, Oh cool. Thor. You like, you like DC comics. He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm a big Batman fan. He's like, Oh, that's great. He's like, I got a bunch of comic books. He's like, I got all these comic books from, from when I was a kid. And, and I was like, no shit, dude. Like I'd really love to see those sometimes. He's like, Oh, I'll have to bring him in sometime. Okay. Sounds good. You know, leaves uh i don't see him for a couple weeks mm-hmm. and then i'm opening the bar one day and he shows back up with this shitty briefcase that you know is probably from goodwill or something like right that. 
And he sits at my bar and he's like, are you ready to see the comic books? And I was like, are you, uh, yeah, I'd love to see these comic books. And I'm thinking they're just like, you know, whatever comic books. Yeah. He pops this fucking briefcase open and he's got like the first appearance of Thor <laughs> journey to mystery number 83. Mm-hmm. Now this comic book sells mint condition for like 10 grand. <laughs> he's got it in this briefcase and, it's like, <laughs> and it's just loose. Like, and he's got a stack of all these comics. I was like, Greg, do you understand what you have here? Like, He's like, yeah, I don't, these are my favorite comic books. I'm like, and I, and I was like, I, 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 part of me wanted to say like, these are worth like thousands of dollars. Right. right. But I didn't want him to know that there were thousands of dollars. Cause I didn't want him to just like, no, nah, I don't know, sell them and then just use them to buy booze. Right. He's right. Like, oh, that kind of dude. So I'm like, Greg, can, can I do you a favor, man? I'm like, we're friends. You come in here, you help out. Can I take these comic books? Can I, can I board and bag them? So that's where you take the comic and you put them yep. in the, you know, yeah. the board, the bag, you seal them up. So they stay nice. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. And I take him back to my apartment and uh, one of my roommates at the time, he was a huge comic nerd too. And he's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing with these? <laughs> this bar regular just had these in a, in a briefcase. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, it's like, oh man. So we board and bagged them all up and I had them nice and centered and, and put them back down at the bar. And, and, and Greg would come in and out of the place, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth. And he finally came back in and he's like, I'm like, Greg, Hey dude, like, I got your comics, man. They're all, they're secure, man. I'm like, you need to put these somewhere safe. Like these are worth, these are worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I didn't you know if there's a lot of money, you know, right. and a lot of money. He's probably like hundred bucks to him. And he's like, Oh, thanks dude. I, you know, I, I can, thanks for taking care of him. Blah, blah, blah. And so he leaves again. Like he's vagrant, like in and out, you yeah. know, he, he comes and flow and comes and goes. And, uh, he comes back a, a couple, <laughs> comes back a couple, a couple weeks later, whenever it was, and he's helping out again. And this is where I start to feel like realize like how much Greg is Greg. And uh, he's like, <laughs> he's helping. It's a busy night. He's bringing back bottles. And, and I know, like I said, I never see this guy drink uh-huh. ever. Until he, I feel, would, he would drink if you gave it to him, Correct. but he would not just open oh, a tab. He drinking the empties. He's drinking the empties from the back patio. Oh, no. And the, oh. <laughs> one of the people are like, it just, you know, that guy's like drinking leftover drinks. Like no matter what he's drinking them and bringing them back to him. Like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, so I'm like, Greg, damn. dude, like you can't do that. And he kind of gets upset with me. He's like, well, whatever, man. Like I'm here to help. You know, we kind of have a little blood. Yeah. I'm like, oh dude, like it's not like that, but you really shouldn't be doing that. Cause it's disgusting. Right. <laughs> right. Dude. And you don't know what's in that glass. Exactly. You know, I mean, I mean, this is like, this is the, this is postal Greg, right? right. It's postal Greg. And so he, he, gra- <laughs> he grabs his suitcase or he had a suitcase already. He leaves and he, you know, and, uh, and he, he comes back a couple weeks later again, it's always back and forth. And I was like, how's it going, man? He's like, well, I kind of run in some bad times. He's like, I had to pawn all my comic books off. Oh no. And I was like, dude, you didn't pawn your comic books. I'm like, what pawns? Like, where did you take them? He's like, oh, it's the 17th and central. I'm like, we got to go get those. I'm like, how much did they give you? He's like, how about $200? Oh my God. It's like, dude, are you serious right now? He's like, yeah, 200 bucks. I'm like, we need to get those back. Right. Like as soon as possible. Right. It's like, it'll be fine. I'll take care of it. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, so he leaves again and I don't see him for a while. And, uh, I told, I told John about this. I was like, Hey man, like this, this guy pawned off some comic books that are worth like a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's ever going to see them again. Cause if these people who are pawn shop people know right. what they are, they're gonna be like, yep. See you bud. Yep. We're selling these. Yeah. Um, I don't hear from him ever again. Right. So he's just gone. He's like into the abyss, like gone. Wow. And 
I went to go to work and, uh, one of the bartenders at opening, uh, he took my shift. Cause at that point I got promoted and I'm now I'm the bar. I'm the night bartender. Right? Sure. You know, it's like, Hey man. Um, and this is months ago. Mm -hmm. I forget. I've forgotten about Greg completely. He's like, Hey dude, somebody dropped something off for you at the bar and they really wanted you to have it made sure that you got it. And I was like, cool dude. Cool. And it's like, it's behind the register. And I, I honestly, I like, I forgot about it for a couple of days and like, dude, you forget to you know, eventually this Dave's like, Hey man, there's, there's this thing behind the register. Like you should probably grab it. And right. Like, okay, cool. And I, I go behind the register and this is sitting behind the register with a guest check from the busted lift with a crudely written note that says, John, I'm going to give you Iron Man number one. I'm at the mainstay on airport and it's just, you guys can see like, it's just like scribble, like goofy, just, and then he's got it signed at the back. Greg. Wow. And this guy gave me Iron Man number one. (laughs) Like in, I mean, it's, it's not in mint condition by any means, but this, I, 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 bagged and, and, and put a cardboard, like I did this for him, but yeah, Iron Man number one. Mint like here. Oh, not mint. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> but really he gave good, me really, really expensive fucking comic book. Like, here you go, dude. And I, I've never heard from him again. Like he was just huh. gone. Wow. So, yeah, it was. I mean, that's awesome. There's a lot of like there's a, there's a lot of things that have happened. Uh, meeting guests and like mm-hmm. dealing with people like that. But like I never expected something like that as a comic book, you know, person mm-hmm. like just right. show up like this is a, this is an expensive comic book and right. it's uh it's something that he just gave away. So do you think he went back to the pawn shop? He had grab, to have gotten it back. And then well, yeah, realized, he, and then re- this one is now. one of them. Right. <laughs> and then realized, Oh, John, you made me, you did. I, yeah. hope, you I, hope, me. I hope to God that he's like, okay, these comics are worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And like, this is yours. And I'm going to go sell that journey into mystery. 83 right. for thousands of dollars. Right. And go live a good life. Got I don't his know. I don't know. Stuff back together. I don't know. Hopefully. I mean, Hopefully. that's, that's all I know, but like right. never saw the dude again. And this is all I have. I got, I got a, I got a comic book and a, and a, and a note from a long time ago. Um, it's awesome. It's a cool story. Yeah, absolutely. Cool story. I, I don't have, I don't have very many of those things. Like there's a lot of stories that I have uh-huh. yeah. jumping over the bar to start, you know, stop fights and right. And just weird, sh- you know, uh, you know, power going out during a, a show at the same bar at the lift where the power went out and we had this blues player play and we adorned the, the, the place with a bunch of candles mm-hmm. and we took all the candles from the, from the, from the bar and put it on the stage and he played his right. set, like that kind of stuff, but yeah. like, which is cool. Right. Right. But this is but like a personal, this is a very story. personal, like this yeah. is, a, I mean, I still yeah. have this thing. This is, I, I didn't sell it. I'm never going to sell it. Right. Um, it's, There's so much, uh, sentimental value. Yeah, it's sentimental. It's, it's, it's part of like where I came from that bar really like pushed me to where like, I stayed in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like I was at the lift for a while mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of history from my past that I'm always going to have and have a really cool story to tell about it. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's all about, you know, as a bartender, like I never sold this guy anything. Right. You know? Right. But I had a relationship with him enough that he like gave me something that was meaningful. That was, it was, I don't know. Right. There's, that means a lot more than like any tip, I guess, to have a connection like that right. and to have somebody like gift something like cool like that. Right. There's a friend's, one of our friend's podcasts called the bartender's rant. Basically they have this, it's called the gauntlet. They have 10 questions. Mm-hmm. It's the same 10 questions for every person that comes on. And one of the, one of the questions is what is the best tip that you ever got? It doesn't have to be monetary, monetary. Yeah. 
And uh, like I've told people, it's fucking food for me. You bring me, <laughs> you bring me two Paul's burgers oh, at ten God. o'clock at yeah, night. Dude, oh uh, that's way better than <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. twenty dollars. Twenty bucks, you know? <laughs> and, and as someone, someone, someone else has said, like nothing specifically like this, but like you know something that has more personal meaning yeah, than yeah. what money can ever do. You there know, was this, this this past year actually, like going back to like gifts and stuff like that. Um, I got an, uh, I've gotten a painting actually okay. from, from a guest and where I, where I work at Brazen, it's, it's a nice restaurant. Like there's, there's the high, there's the, you know, the, the wealthy people go there. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, every year in, in our city, uh, we have, uh, an art, uh, I forget what it's called. Bluff strokes is what it's called. Okay. So they bring in hundreds of artists from all over. Um, and one of the women that started this, uh, this, this group was from Chicago and she became friends with one of our regulars. And, uh, they do, so they the, all these hundreds of artists come into Dubuque during the fall and they each take a spot and they paint Dubuque scenery, oh, uh, yeah. whether it's in, you know, in, oh, in yeah. downtown, you always around. see, yeah, yeah, you see these little, these people just standing in random spots mm-hmm. with, with their easel and their paints and their painting. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, this year, the, one of those, the, the woman that I was speaking of, uh, the artist that started the whole thing, she came into Brazen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to paint you behind the bar. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Do I have to stand still? Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like prepping for a show. I'm like, you know, juicing and swearing and like, just, just like can you just, can you just pose real quick? And, she, you know, as I was tapping, a, as I was pulling, pulling a, uh, a tap handle, like yeah. just a pour a beer. And she took a couple photos and blah, blah, blah. Um, either, either way this goes, like I, I've been immortalized now. Like this, mm-hmm. this person gifted me the painting. So it goes down to, uh, uh, what's the church down here that does, uh, steeple, 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 square. steeple square. So they take all of these artists and they put all the paintings in steeple square with, mm-hmm. you know, when you can purchase these things. And, uh, it was funny cause somebody's like, Oh, I just, I saw a painting of you down at steeple square. I'm like, Oh, that's fucking cool, man. Like all I right. remember the lady came in and painted it and I was like, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, these are expensive. It'd be cool to own that. And, uh, I think my girlfriend had gone down and she's like, yeah, I don't see it anywhere. I was like, oh, that sucks. Bummer. Bummer. And then, and then this woman came in with her husband, a different woman, the, the one that gifted me the painting. She yeah. bought oh, the painting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not the artist, not, not the, the artist, no, not the artist right, but yeah. she's like, she, she brought in, she's like, Merry Christmas, John. Wow. Like, Dude, come on. Are you serious? It's awesome. <laughs> so I have this like awesome painting of me, like at the bar that I've been at for, it'll be 10 years next year. And it's great because it's all these bottles like you have here in your basement, all the mm-hmm. bottles are behind me and mm-hmm. it just looks so cool. I'll send you a photo of it yeah. or just, you can just come over and see it. Yeah. Right. No, but it's, <laughs> it's so, it's so cool. Like, yeah. Gifts like that. That's mm-hmm. those things mean so much more because that means like, it's more than just, that means you connected to that guest in Correct. some other way yeah. that they're like, I appreciate this person more than I can, you know, like yeah. say for any reason at all. Like exactly. ser- right. I know there's servers that get some of that, you know, you know, those type of things that aren't just monetary. And it's just like the service industry can provide such a amazing uh, experience for the guest and the person serving them. You yeah, know, that it's, it's, it's definitely right. there. It's cause you never know what the person you're serving's journey is. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know where they're at. Correct. And you can provide good service one day and that could be the best thing that's happened to them in like three months mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you don't know what happened to them that day. Maybe they found out their person was cheating on them yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. They lost yeah. their job or whatever, whatever, you know, it is, whatever yeah. it is, you know, like somebody important to them died. Mm-hmm. And you, you, if you can just provide a ray of sunshine for that hour, sure. That or they're, a distraction from whatever they, they might be going through. If it's, you know, whatever it is, it's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people go out for, for service just to get away. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's a means to just, uh, 
yeah, kind of forget about it all. And know, a lot of times to. when you're, when you're in the trenches, when you're in the weeds, it's really hard to remember that. Oh dude. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, as someone that's been working as long as I have, it's, I mean, and I'll say this, I'll say this as somebody that's been in, that's in the industry is it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to, to be that persona. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. Um, I mean, I, I, I can, I'll admit a hundred percent that I've been a complete shithead to a lot of guests that it's just like, it's nothing personal, man. It's just like, it's just, you're going and it's hard and it's, and it's, it's a struggle. Um, I mean, you know, people that are servers or, or industry people are their people too, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know what they're going through too. So it's kind of, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. Um, but yeah, it goes, it goes both ways. Right. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Yep. I mean, it's, it's a crazy fucking world. And I, I tell people, look, we should have a, a, you either in the, you either go in the military for two years or you go work in the service industry for two years because they're both life changing things that will show you different perspectives of life. How people, how people are, are. Mm -hmm. right? Like how the general public you're serving someone. Like if someone's serving you, like I was brought up that you, you, if someone's like, serving you yeah mm-hmm. like thank you right yeah. if somebody, i don't uh, it's not it doesn't even go that far if somebody hands you something you say thank, thank you. you right yeah right. it's just a pleasantries and being like a human polite correct yeah yes. it gets that easy it's kind of funny to watch or hear my daughter so she serves bartender at seven hills oh cool and like you know we've been in there when she's in there and and it's it's amazing to listen to her she's 20 mm-hmm. you know so like her experience is not that much not like us sure and just to hear her talk with people, I'm like, well, it's because she's been around me, you know, her whole life. Mm-hmm. And seeing me in bars and understand, like. But also, I do think that, like, it's innate in her. Like, she has that. Well, right. The same personality that you have. Yeah. You'll, like, you'll get that. Yeah. 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 Right. But it's also, like, for being that young and for being that, right. you know, like, most 20-year-olds don't give a fuck. You know. They don't give a fuck or they don't, they don't, like, you know, it's it's all about, it's it's public speaking, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know public speaking very well. They're yeah. terrified of and it. And at a young age, I would make my kids, like, my son wanted to go, I wanted to go get 50 bucks at the bank. He's eight years old. All right, you go talk to the teller. <laughs> yeah, I make yeah. you go do this. Right. You you want something from this cash register person? You go ask them you for it. You can order your meal from you, the yeah, You talk, yeah. you tell and them you what you want. you can say please and thank you. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, because I mean, it's just, it's different. Like they don't, te- you can't teach that in fucking school. You can't teach, like you can teach speech, but that's different than normal interaction, social not interactions. a polite one-on-one. Right. Right. Yeah. That's all. Actually, that's, I, I did have to take etiquette in fourth grade. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. That's Tama. Yeah. We had to walk three blocks to this lady's house and she taught us which forks to eat with. And oh, I, don't wow. remember, I don't remember. Fuck all. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember. I use my hands. I, like I do very specifically remember that when you, when you eat soup with a spoon, you got to, you got to tilt the bowl away from you and scoop away from you. I do remember that very vividly. Really? Yeah. And then I'll yeah. do that tonight when I have my soup. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, this, this is, is amazing. Great. This yeah. is life changing. Generally, you work from the outside in. That's the only thing I remember. It's like outside in. Yeah. I remember when, placing, when you place the knife, the blade has to go towards the dish, not away. When we set, yeah. sure. When you yeah. set, because I, I work at Winifred's, I learned all that. And then when people do it wrong, I, I, at other places, I turn, like, what are you doing? I go, this is how it's supposed to be. And this is just <laughs> let me do this because this is just my inner, uh, inner self yeah. just doing it right. You know? So what do we want? Okay. So back to the comic book store, what do we want to rate this? I, I mean, at the end of the day, this has got to be a five. No. I, is, why does everyone, <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes it when you say five. <laughs> and then my, our other guest who was a five, 
he was like, I do not want to be the five. I would give me, give me, I don't want to be. I mean, I guess, I mean, well, I, it, is, wait, it is pretty let's, cool. Let's talk about this. Yep. Yeah. Um, so monetarily, how much is this worth? Uh, I mean, this is uh, actually, if you wanted to take a, a comic book grading, <laughs> comic book, uh, I don't know. I would say if this got graded, I, I took it to a local comic book shop and asked one of the guys like what they thought. And you have to like comic books, you get sent out uh, right. and they get you know graded and put in this like thick plastic thing. So uh-huh. you can never touch it again. I don't want anything to do with that. I want to be able to like read this. Right. right? Like uh, he said it was, you know, probably a five or a six so out of out of 10. Okay. Because, I mean, it's old, dude. Like, right. it's, it's old. And it's yeah, got, it was 12 cents. It was 12 cents. <laughs> it was 12 cents, May 1st. I don't know if they, this needs to be seen, too. But, yeah, um, this is probably anywhere from, a, like, a 400 to $600 comic book. Okay. So that's a fucking massive tip on it's any pretty, given day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, somebody, if somebody came in, so... You made an impression on that person. I mean, yes. And I do I, but do I know that they knew how much this comic book was worth? But that's, I don't think that's, I don't think that's important at okay. this point because like, this is, this is, you said this is the first issue of Iron Man. This is the first the, issue of Iron Man not the first appearance, but the first issue. Right. Right. So this is Iron Man's. Comic. I'm not a comic book sure. person. <laughs> no Obviously. way. <laughs> I like fairies. <laughs> I'm a different kind of nerd. Thank sure, you. Sure. No, I love it. So this this would be the first like the first series. Like right. This this started every Iron Man comic afterwards. Right. So that's it's huge. huge. It's, it's, considering is, no, financially or not, this is an important mm-hmm. issue. Correct. And you were important enough to this person for the experience that he was going through to give you this important issue. Yeah. I, I, so I, would, I think it's a five. I think because because of the impression that you made on this person and the fact that he thought of, that you did make that impression. Mm-hmm. I'll take five. That's what I think. I'll take five. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I'll take I mean, five. because like, it's such a like it. It wasn't just not a one time meeting. Right. You built this relationship, you know, four or six months long, however long it took. We got in a you, fight. Yeah, <laughs> but, but maybe that was the fight he needed. Maybe like, that, dude, maybe that was right? people's beards. It's gross. Maybe, but maybe, but maybe sometimes a lot of people just need that. I need somebody to check me. Sure, sure. And maybe sure. that's what he needed. Postal, you didn't see postal. Greg was not. He, he, was, well, he was in postal state, right? Like he's just now. Like yeah. sometimes you just need to be brought back down to reality. You needed a parent mm-hmm. or somebody to like guide yeah. Like, dude, come on, come on, like, man. Like, like you're a good dude. You get, you get so stuck into your patterns, into the things that you do, that it just seems normal to you. When sometimes you just need somebody to be like, "Hey, buddy, you okay? Yeah, yeah. maybe you probably stop doing that. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should think about something else. Yeah, well, hopefully, like. I mean, I'm glad you said that. That's cool. Cause like, hopefully he, he stopped at the bar. He dropped off the comic book mm-hmm. and right. he never went back to a bar. Like or, that would be the best situation. Right. Yeah. Or he, even if he did go back to a bar, maybe he had straightened himself out enough to, I don't know. Not I, drink I don't, the empties. Know, right. Not drink the empties to have, uh, to have money to buy a beer Yeah. or to do whatever he needed to do to sort his life out enough to start living again. Yeah. Hopefully he got those comic books back and. Well, he Made, obviously he's got, got it. He got him back. back. Right. I mean, I mean, <laughs> but I'm saying like to where then he like changed his life and like moved down to Florida and like had a shit together, you know, right. or something. Moved down to Florida. Or moved to the Quad Cities. Florida. Moved to the Quad Cities. Quad Cities is worse than Florida. I, mean, <laughs> I don't dude. think either of those places either, are where you either go. Either way. Either way. Like, yeah. Hopefully he moved on. Like, right. Man, that would be cool if like, if that was his last, I mean, t- t- to know who he was, like if that was the last stop, that would be, that would make me. Super happy to know, like, right. He dropped this off, and he never went to a bar Absolutely. again because he was the type of person that did not need to be in a bar, be in a bar, yep. right, at all. So, 
That's awesome. Thank you for the perspective on that. Yeah. That's really cool. That's my job. That's I, my I, I, love that. <laughs> I love that. That's really cool. Like I didn't even, I, try I to never let, thought about any of that stuff. So I try to let her rate the stories now first <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm like, Oh, she's that's like, a good spin. She's on like, it. Yeah. She's like, I know what's going on. Follow my lead. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. You're right. Yeah. Uh, the human cool. condition is kind of what I do. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What you went to expensive college for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but awesome. Well, thanks John for being on here. What yeah. we're going to do next is we're going to uh, sit with John. We're talk about, his bartending. And then, uh, we haven't, there's a Mexico story in there that we're going to talk about. There for is a, a Mexico story. story. So I've got photos of that too. Nice. Of my foot. Oh, I have those photos too. <laughs> I have those photos too. So if you want to learn more about that, no, just, no, no, no. just go check out our Patreon. And besides that, don't be a dick, tip your bartenders and drink responsibly. Cheers.